This is Sam, and you're listening to the Pub Trivia Group Podcast. All right, this is Sam, and you're listening to the Pub Trivia Group Podcast. It's Game 68. Thank you for playing along. I got three rounds for you today. Movie links, common initials, and acronyms. Let's get going with round number one, movie links. This round, dedicated to a longtime listener and supporter of the Pub Trivia Group, Allie. Allie, this one goes out to you. Your wife, Christina, told me that Movie Links was your favorite round, and especially when the films debuted after the year 2000. So that's what we have here. I have a Movie Links round where everything comes after the year 2000. Christina, next week on Monday, I will have a bonus episode featuring your favorite round, Music Themes. Anyway, I thank you both for your support. Let's all get playing. So movie links, the way this one works, I have five films. Each of these films stars a common actor or actress. I give you the year plus two additional details about each film as clues. By including a common link makes this like a puzzle, because once you figure out the common actor or actress, you're going to have a better shot guessing the correct answer. And for this reason, I'm going to go over things a second time. You need to guess the title of each film and then the actor or actress who appeared in all five. All right, here we go. Film number one, 2007. The film's supporting cast features the wife and children of the director, writer, producer, with his wife playing the pretty prominent role as the sister of the leading actress. The leading actress sparked discussion when she told Vanity Fair that she enjoyed working with her colleagues on set, however, found the film, quote, a little sexist, stating it, quote, paints the women as shrews, as humorless and uptight, and it paints the men as lovable, goofy, fun-loving guys. Film number two, 2010. Part of the plot involved the main character, choosing between carrying out a celestial heist or attending a ballet recital. The film has already inspired two sequels and two prequels, with another sequel on its way in 2024. Film number three, 2011. Bringing in over 300 million at the box office, this is the highest grossing Judd Apatow production to date. While an American film set primarily between Chicago and Milwaukee, this film's supporting cast included people of various nationalities, including Australian Rose Byrne, Irishman Chris O'Dowd of IT Crowd fame, Englishman Matt Lucas of Little Britain fame, and Australian Rebel Wilson, for whom this film marked her first appearance within an American production. Film number four, 2013, features the tagline, Stop Dreaming, Start Living. The film revolves around an employee at Life Magazine who has a crush on a colleague and wants to message her on eHarmony. And film number five, 2020, because of the COVID-19 pandemic, This sequel debuted simultaneously in theaters as well as on HBO Max. 
The title character of this film made their first appearance in 1941, and in this iteration was an employee at the Smithsonian in Washington, D.C. Alright, I went over those once, I'm going to go over those a second time. Film number one, 2007. This film's supporting cast features the wife and children of the director-writer-producer, with his wife playing a pretty prominent role as the sister of the leading actress. The leading actress sparked discussion when she told Vanity Fair that she enjoyed working with her colleagues on set, however, found the film, quote, a little sexist, stating it, quote, paints the women as shrews, as humorless and uptight, and it paints the men as lovable, goofy, fun-loving guys. Film number two. 2010. Part of the plot involved the main character choosing between carrying out a celestial heist or attending a ballet recital. The film has already inspired two sequels and two prequels, with another sequel on its way in 2024. Film number three. 2011. Bringing in over $300 million at the box office, this is the highest grossing Judd Apatow production to date. While an American film set primarily between Chicago and Milwaukee, this film's supporting cast included people of various nationalities, including Australian Rose Byrne, Irishman Chris O'Dowd of the IT crowd fame, Englishman Matt Lucas of Little Britain fame, and Australian Rebel Wilson, for whom this film marked her first appearance within an American production. Film number four, 2013, features the tagline, Stop Dreaming, Start Living. The film revolves around an employee at Life magazine who has a crush on a colleague and wants to message her on eHarmony. And film number five, 2020. Because of the COVID-19 pandemic, this sequel debuted simultaneously in theaters and on HBO Max. The title character of this film made their first appearance way back in 1941, and in this iteration was an employee at the Smithsonian in Washington, D.C. All right, pause now if you need more time. I'm going to give you those answers. Film number one, 2007, Knocked Up. Film number two, 2010, Despicable Me. Film number three, 2011, Bridesmaids. Film number four, 2013, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. And film number five, 2020, Wonder Woman 1984. The common actress, Kristen Wiig. All right, that was round number one, Movie Links. Coming up, we have round number two, Common Initials. All right, round number two, Common Initials. I have 10 short answer items below. 
All of these items share the initials SC. Here we go. Item one, according to Forbes, this was the fifth most downloaded app globally in 2022. Item number two, China, France, Russia, the United Kingdom, and the United States are the five permanent members of this principal organ of the United Nations. Item number three, according to the Bay Area Telegraph, some consider the Tehachapi Mountains to be the dividing line between this region known for its, quote, sunny beaches, the entertainment industry, and a more laid-back vibe from the rest of its state. Item number four, at the time of its 1989 release, This video game was unique in the sense it could not be won and it could not be lost. Various disasters have been featured throughout the various iterations of the franchise, including a Bowser attack which was unique to the 1990 port which was released on the Super Nintendo. Item number five. In a September 2022 article, US News and World Report defined this as a network of all the entities involved in the creation and sale of a product. Item number six. This television program is the flagship program of its television network and has aired over 60,000 episodes since its 1979 launch. According to USA Today, this program is the most televised live show in history probably because the show airs multiple times a day across the multiple channels of its network. Item number seven. This constellation is featured within the national flags of Australia, New Zealand, Papua New Guinea, Samoa, as well as Brazil. Item number eight. The sixth governor general of Canada who as an avid sports fan commissioned this trophy in 1892. Item number nine, an August 2022 article by US News and World Report offered no rigid definition for when a person is considered to be one of these. Still, the article offered several potential milestones which involved discounts, work habits, spending habits, health, a shift in priorities, as well as an eligibility for a government program. In number 10, we're going to have a little bit more fun with flags. This is a U.S. state, and its flag features a palmetto tree alongside a crescent moon. What state am I talking about? All right, pause now if you need more time. We're going to go back to the start. I'll read these clues one more time, but then I'm going to give you the answer. Item number one. According to Forbes, this was the fifth most downloaded app globally in 2022. All right, this was a listum I did not that long ago. I am referring to Snapchat. Item number two. China, France, Russia, the United Kingdom, and the United States are the five permanent members of this principal organ of the United Nations. All right, I am referring to the Security Council. Item number three, according to the Bay Area Telegraph, 
Some consider the Tehachapi Mountains to be the dividing line between this region known for its, quote, sunny beaches, the entertainment industry, and a more laid-back vibe from the rest of the state. All right, that region, Southern California. Item number four. At the time of its 1989 release, this video game was unique in the sense it could not be won and it could not be lost. Various disasters have been featured throughout the various iterations of this franchise, including a Bowser attack, which was unique to the 1990 port, which was released on the Super Nintendo. That video game franchise, Sim City. Item number five. In a September 2022 article, US News & World Report defined this as a network of all the entities involved in the creation and sale of a product. All right, that would be supply chain. Item number six. This television program is the flagship program of its television network and has aired over 60,000 episodes since its 1979 launch. According to USA Today, this program is the most televised live show in history, probably because the show airs multiple times every day across the multiple channels of its network. All right, da 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 da, Sports Center. All right, number seven. This constellation is featured within the national flags of Australia, New Zealand, Papua New Guinea, Samoa, as well as Brazil. All right, that would be the Southern Cross. I'm up here in, well, Minnesota, the northern part of the United States, but in the northern hemisphere, we can't see that. They can see it in the southern hemisphere and they put it on their flags. At least some of the countries do, not all of them, but. All right, number eight. The sixth Governor General of Canada, who was an avid sports fan, commissioned this trophy in 1892. All right, that Governor General, Lord Stanley, so that would be the Stanley Cup. Number nine, an August 2022 article by U.S. News & World Report offered no rigid definition for when a person is considered to be one of these. Still, the article offered several potential milestones, which involved discounts, work habits, spending habits, health, a shift in priorities, as well as eligibility for different government programs. Okay, that term, senior citizen. And number 10, more fun with flags. This state's flag features a palmetto tree alongside a crescent moon. I, of course, am referring to South Carolina, which has a beautiful flag. I am a flag guy, and that has to be one of the better ones. I have spent my entire life living in either Minnesota or Wisconsin, both those states. The flags are so mediocre. A cool one like South Carolina is really something to be proud of. Anyway, that was round number two, common initials. Coming up, we have round number three, group of ten. Round number three, group of 10. For group of 10, I have 10 short answer items below. And for this one, I took the first names from the 10 characters of Everybody Loves Raymond who appeared in the most episodes. 
I then used those first names to inspire 10 short answer questions that have nothing to do with Everybody Loves Raymond other than that they partially share their name with one of the characters from Everybody Loves Raymond. Otherwise, they are standalone short answer questions completely unrelated to the show. All right. Hope, hopefully you get it. Obviously, the longtime players have done this before. This is where I, of course, get a little bit goofy. All right. Item number one. This Edinburgh-born author is remembered for writing Treasure Island and The Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, among others. Item number two. Born in 1951, this actress is notable for playing the recurring role of Alice Knight Buffet, as well as the role of a TV mom that she played from 1998 to 2006 and then reprised in 2023. Item number three. This former queen was executed by guillotine on October 16, 1793, just as her husband, Louis XVI, had in January of that same year. Item number four. This Brat Packer famously played a character named Allison Reynolds, who is often referred to as a basket case. Unlike the other four members of her club, Allison was not actually required to be at detention. Rather, she simply had nothing better to do. Name the actress who played Allison Reynolds. Item number five. Credited as the founder of McDonald's, this businessman was portrayed by Michael Keaton in the 2016 film, The Founder. Item number six. This pro football Hall of Famer shares the record for most sacks in a season with 22.5. He continued to add to his trophy case following his 2007 retirement from football, winning back-to-back Daytime Emmy Awards in 2015 and again in 2016. Item 7. According to Biography.com, President John F. Kennedy credited this Hoboken-born, blue-eyed entertainer with boosting his popularity leading into the 1960 presidential election. For this reason, Kennedy arranged for the entertainer to lead the entertainment of his inaugural gala, which also featured performances by the likes of Gene Kelly, Nat King Cole, Ella Fitzgerald, and more. Item number eight. Born in 1974, This actress landed her first leading role in a 2007 Walt Disney film, which was part animated, part live action, and served as a self-parody of many of the company's animated films. Item number nine. Born in London around 1340, this author is best remembered for writing the Canterbury Tales. And item number ten. Alive from 1926 to 2012, this man was the namesake of a sitcom which ran from 1960 to 1968 and centered around the sheriff department of the fictional Mayberry, North Carolina. Alright, pause now. If you need more time, we will go over those again, but then I'm going to go over the answers. Alright, item number one. This Edinburgh-born author is remembered for writing Treasure Island and The Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, among others. 
All right, that would be Robert Louis Stevenson, partially sharing his name with Robert Barone. Item number two, born in 1951, this actress is notable for playing the recurring role of Alice Knight Buffet, as well as the role of a TV mom that she played from 1998 to 2006 and then reprised in 2023. All right, Alice Knight Buffet, that was a recurring character in Friends. The TV mom I'm referring to would be Kitty Foreman from that 70s show. The actress, though, Deborah Jo Rupp, partially sharing her name with Deborah Barone. Item number three. After the Revolutionary Tribunal convicted her of high treason, this former queen was executed by guillotine on October 16, 1793, just as her husband, Louis XVI, had suffered in January of the same year. All right, that would be Marie Antoinette, sharing her name with Marie Barone. All right, number four. This Brat Packer famously played a character named Allison Reynolds, who is often referred to as a basket case. Unlike the other four members of her club, Allison was not actually required to be at detention. Rather, she simply had nothing better to do. Name the actress who played Allison Reynolds. That movie, The Breakfast Club, the actress, Allie Sheedy. Allie Sheedy sharing her name with Allie Barone. Allie Barone, the name of Ray and Deborah's daughter. All right, item number five. Credited as the founder of McDonald's, this businessman was portrayed by Michael Keaton in the 2016 film, The Founder. All right, that would be Ray Kroc, partially sharing his name with Ray Barone. Item number six. This Pro Football Hall of Famer shares the record for most sacks in a season with 22.5. He continued to add to his trophy case following his 2007 retirement from football, winning back-to-back Daytime Emmy Awards in 2015 and 2016. Okay, I am referring to Michael Strahan, who won the Daytime Emmy Awards with... Is it Kelly and Michael? I think that was the name of the show. Live with Kelly and Michael. Michael Strahan sharing his name with Michael Barone, right? One of the twin boys of Ray and Deborah Barone. All right, number seven. According to biography.com, President John F. Kennedy credited this Hoboken born, blue eyed entertainer with boosting his popularity leading into the 1960 presidential election. For this reason, Kennedy arranged for the entertainer to lead the entertainment of his inaugural gala which also featured performances by the likes of Gene Kelly, Nat King Cole, Ella Fitzgerald, and more. Okay, I'm now like super interested in this little side story I didn't really know much about. I've heard there's a good documentary on it. Um, That person, Frank Sinatra, partially sharing his name with Frank Barone. All right, item number eight. Born in 1974, this actress landed her first leading role in a 2007 Walt Disney film, which was part animated, part live action, and served as a self-parody of many of the company's animated films. All right, the film I'm talking about would be Enchanted. The actress, though, Amy Adams, who partially shares her name with uh, the character who originally was known as Amy McDougall, 
And then when she married Robert, became Amy Barone. All right, number nine. Born in London sometime around 1340, this author is best remembered for writing the Canterbury Tales. That would be Geoffrey Chaucer. Geoffrey Chaucer partially sharing his name with Geoffrey Barone, the other twin boy of Ray and Deborah Barone. And then finally, number 10, alive from 1926 to 2012, this man was the namesake of a sitcom which ran from 1960 to 1968 and centered around the sheriff department of the fictional Mayberry, North Carolina. All right, that would be Andy Griffith of The Andy Griffith Show. Partially sharing his name with one of Ray's friends, Andy. You're probably wondering who is the character on Everybody Loves Raymond who made the 10th most appearances. I think the first nine were relatively obvious. If you're kind of trying to think of who who made the most appearances, number 10, I mean, who was it next? It was Andy. Okay, anyway, like I said, group of 10 is the round where I get to get a little weird. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, Just a reminder, if you like the show, please subscribe, rate, and review. This will help others find the Pub Trivia Group when they look for a trivia podcast. You can give me a follow at social media, at Pub Trivia Group, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those linked in the show notes. You can email me if you want. If you're interested in playing live trivia, we'd love to have you join the Facebook group or, or reach out to me. You don't have to be in Facebook to play live. It just, that's where I send out the invites. And yeah, keep, you know, push that subscribe button if you haven't already. I'm going to actually, I have some music rounds from the live game kind of way back where I, I wrote those a while ago and they were good rounds. You know, the music rounds aren't for everyone, but I like them. I know there's a lot of you out there that like the music rounds. I'm going to make a game entirely dedicated to music rounds. It'll be a bonus episode that comes out on Monday. All right. Until next time, though, peace out and pot on you nerds.